Chapter 1, Part 2 Consent as Required by Fairness Statists can be a resourceful bunch. There are other arguments they might offer designed to show that the state really is legitimate. For instance, maybe you've withdrawn your consent, they might say. Perhaps you've never consented in the first place. But it's unfair of you not to consent. Obviously, there's a big difference between being held to an agreement I've actually made and being held to an agreement someone thinks I should have made. But ignore that for now. Why would it be unfair for me to disregard the state's commands? The statist might try to explain it this way. The majority has decided that a certain demand is to be issued. You're obligated to go along, even if you disagree. Otherwise, you'd be claiming that your minority position should govern rather than the view of the majority. Like other statist arguments, this one isn't very good. Of course, the anarchist isn't saying any such thing. The anarchist doesn't believe anyone ought to govern. And the argument assumes, again, exactly what it's supposed to prove. If the state really were a cooperative enterprise in which we'd all chosen to participate, and if we'd consented to a set of ground rules including majority rule, then it would be unfair to opt out of those rules just because they led to outcomes we didn't like. But the question is precisely whether we have agreed to the ground rules. Many of us haven't. Consent as required by accepting benefits. Another statist argument suggests that if we accept benefits from the state, it's only fair of us to obey it. But this argument seeks to prove entirely too much. It doesn't provide any support for obedience to the state in general, but for whatever obedience might be required to ensure the provision of whatever benefits one happens to receive from the state. Suppose I freely accept state-provided health care, for instance. Perhaps my doing so could make it unfair for me to avoid contributing to the state health care system, but it provides no particular reason for me to cooperate with the state when it seeks to keep other people from reading or saying things the authorities don't like or draft me into the military. The kind of obedience involved here is pretty clearly just the kind of obedience involved in providing financial support for this or that state-sponsored scheme. But the reality is that I don't have any meaningful choice about doing this as it is. If I don't comply when the state demands money from me, I have good reason to fear that the state will seize my possessions or imprison me. Since I'm already being taxed to support a variety of state-sponsored services, both ones I might want to see provided and ones I definitely don't want to see provided, there's no reason for me not to take advantage of the relevant benefits. But that hardly means I'm consenting to the operation of the system in accordance with which my contributions are extracted from me and others. Accepting state-provided benefits doesn't mean you're endorsing the state as a whole. Since you're being forced to pay for the programs that provide those benefits, you often won't even confront the question whether it would be fair for you not to do so unless 
you're willing to face prison and the takeover of your possessions by the state. And if you do manage to avoid paying money the state wants you to pay, you have nothing to feel guilty about as long as you decline the benefits it offers. Many anarchists would insist that as long as an organization, including the state, claims tribute at gunpoint, it deserves nothing at all, even for services it does provide. But even if you do owe something in return for particular services you receive voluntarily, it's hard to argue that you owe the state payment for any benefit you don't willingly accept. And even if you do owe the state some kind of compensation for a particular benefit, accepting that benefit doesn't commit you to accepting any generalized duty of obedience to the state. To muddy the waters further, even if you do accept benefits provided by the state, and even if you owe something in return as a result, it's still not clear that you owe the state itself anything. That's because the state didn't really fund the benefits you received, ordinary taxpayers did, since others might be taxed at higher rates because you don't pay for services you choose to receive, you may be treating them unfairly. But that doesn't mean you have any particular obligation to the state itself. It doesn't make the state's demand for tribute legitimate, especially the state's claim on your cooperation or non-interference when it tries to do anything other than funding whatever benefits you might willingly have accepted. Suppose the bandits I mentioned before demand a certain amount of tribute from your town. If it's virtually certain that more will be stolen from others because you managed to avoid letting the bandits steal from you, there might be circumstances under which others could have good reason to view you as having saddled them with unfair burdens. But you'd still owe the bandits themselves nothing at all. Limits on Consent There's probably no way to signal consent to the state's authority. After all, the state can be expected to punish you, to take your stuff, physically attack you, or imprison you if you don't go along with its dictates. So just because you cooperate with state officials, even if you publicly declare your support for the state, no one is really entitled to believe that you've really consented freely to the state's authority. No one can rightly hold you to a promise made at gunpoint. We're always at risk of being held at gunpoint by the state. So no one can reasonably hold any of us to some promise we're supposed to have made to the state since any promise we might have made would have been made under duress. In addition, if there's no real way of opting out, if the state doesn't provide a way of allowing people not to consent to its authority while remaining within the territory it claims, then there's really no way of opting in either. The state treats us as having consented to its authority whatever we do, so we're not really being given the choice to consent at all. And it's hard to take seriously the idea that your consent means anything, that it should obligate you in any way if you don't have the option of not consenting. Just say no. Many, perhaps most, haven't deliberately consented to the state's authority, and there's no general reason to suppose that their participation in various state-related activities 
or their acceptance of various state-related benefits commits them to consenting to it. In fact, it's quite possible that it's impossible to signal consent to the state's authority in a reliable way, given the ongoing threat of state violence against people who don't cooperate with the authorities. If legitimate authority depends on consent, it looks as if the state probably isn't legitimate. And that means you probably have no general duty whatsoever to obey it.